0: Before we start with today's show, we wanted to let you know that we have set
1: up a Facebook group, a.k.a. an actual digital club. So we're now going to be able to hang out properly, discuss all things self-care, share stories and be a proper community where we get to be with each other.
0: The link is in the show notes, or you can just go to Facebook and search Self Care Clubbers. So please come and join us. We can't wait to have you there. It's already up and thriving, isn't it, Lauren?
1: Yeah, people have been chatting all weekend about what they've been doing, and it's just really cute. I'm loving it. So please come join us, and we
0: hope to see you there. Hi, Clubbers. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. And this is a weekly chance to look back at what we have learned on the show. Welcome
1: to Self Care Club Snippet. She just rolled her eyes at I me. I rolled my eyes at the interruptions. <laughs> what, 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 the Goodman. Right. Are we, right. firstly... Uh, can I carry on no, with my research? No, you cannot, right. because what the whole point like of this say? podcast
0: right. is that you and I okay. are supposed to discuss what, it. But I... I, I, I all right, what, would, what, <laughs> what do you want to ask? <laughs> Why are you getting annoyed?
1: Because I want to tell you about calories.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, really? Yeah. We're still having that conversation yeah. about calories. It's important. Is it? Yes. Go on. One of the best ways to get women's attention, apart from Nicole Goodman, (laughs) is to talk about calories. So let's talk about calories. I'm just
0: saying that it's just a boring fucking conversation because women are still obsessed with calories. And it's the one way to, well, as you've just said, it gets people's attention because it now goes back to women's
1: weight. And I think that's just... (sighs) So let's see if it may distract them from drinking, right? the calorie content of drinks made with gin doesn't just include the calories from the gin. It includes the calories from the sugary mixers. So in a gin and there are 97 calories. That is about the same as a buttered crumpet.
0: <gasps>
1: Jesus. Right, there you go. And if you order a double yeah. from a bar, that's a 50 ml G&T. Is
0: that two crumpets? That's
1: 149 calories, similar to a chocolate-filled pancake. When was the
0: last time you had a chocolate-filled pancake? Literally, or a I don't crumpet? I think I've ever had a chocolate-filled exactly.
1: pancake. Crumpets, yes. But, but I think 149... Ca- Sorry, I'm yeah. interrupting. Come on. I'm literally on.
0: scared. <laughs> She's not. I am a little bit. Okay. My hands are a bit sweaty. 149 <laughs> calories. Yes, it might be a chocolate pancake. Yeah. Sure, it's also a banana. Better calories.
1: I don't know how many calories are in a banana. I reckon it's about that. Smothered in peanut butter or not? Nutella. Well, that, yeah, well, yeah, that would be about the same. Most alcoholic drinks do contain traces of vitamins and minerals you'll be pleased to hear, but not in amounts. <laughs> oh my God. Is that how we've sunk, what we've sunk to, <laughs> Lauren? No, they're not in any amount that makes significant contribution to a diet. It is never a good idea to substitute food for alcohol. I'm just saying that for the record.
0: Right. Are you telling me that? You're telling I'm yourself telling that? I'm telling myself. Telling our audience that? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Society has conditioned us that you need alcohol to be cool, to be sexy, to have fun, to relax. So what actually happens when you take a break from the booze? In 2015, Professor Kevin Moore of the Royal Free Hospital London co-authored one of the largest ever studies into the effects of a four-week break from alcohol. The participants were average drinkers and the results were staggering. By the end of the four weeks, the participants of the studies had each lost an average 40% of their liver fat and 3 kilograms in weight. They had also reduced their cholesterol, lower glucose levels as well as many other health improvements. 79% had improved sleep. 92% were happier. 81% had reduced anxiety. That's amazing. Alcohol is a proven depressant and only covers up the effects of anxiety. A crutch that's gone in the morning. The result, as your body dedicates its resources to processing the toxins you've poured into it, is, you guessed it, more anxiety. 71% of people were more productive. 53% had lost weight. You'll also look better. I mean, I'm not surprised by any of these statistics. I know it's it's a staggering study, but I'm not surprised. I mean, alcohol is just so fucking bad but for you. But those
1: numbers are high. They're really, really, really high, high. But this is
0: how poisonous this shit is. Alcohol dehydrates you as well and it makes your skin look shit. Your skin is one of the most obvious places the effects of toxins show. And in many cases, your complexion improves. Dry skin becomes more manageable and your eyes will look brighter.
1: I have to say. Yeah. I know you interrupting me now? Yes, mildly. Is that allowed? Yes. <laughs> She's rolling her eyes again. <laughs> i All I was going to say was that I did notice yesterday
0: mm.
1: I looked better in a couple of days. Really? I, I really did think, oh, I look better. But
0: you're one of those exceptions to the rules because you do drink. Most days, which we'll get onto what our relationships are with alcohol. And your skin is generally glowy. You look pretty fucking great. You don't really exercise much. You don't watch what you eat. And you are just, you just look amazing and healthy all the time. So I'm pickled. What does that mean?
1: It's like formaldehyde. And basically, like inside, I'm just pure alcohol, like pickled, like a pickled cucumber. I never go off. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it's doing. It's, it's preser- pickled. Oh. preserving me. I'm like, <laughs> like formaldehyde. Exactly. I'm preserved in alcohol.
0: Right. So that, was, that, <laughs> was that the intention?
1: <laughs> no. You
0: just have to keep it up. I'm pickled. Yeah, I'll keep it up. When you aren't lying around with a hangover or feeling hazy from booze, you have the energy to get more done, feel more motivated to start those projects and achieve those goals that you've left on the back
1: burner. So to assist us with dry January, we insisted the help of... Rory Fairbans. He is the co-founder and CEO of One Year No Beer. The
0: thing about the brain, the brain has got so used to this math we do in our head. I'm stressed. I need alcohol. And what we have to do is show it that that's actually not true.
1: Founded in 2015, One Year No Beer is an award-winning behaviour change programme and an online toolkit for surviving modern society alcohol-free. It's aimed at anyone drinking more than three glasses a week. They have a member base of over 100,000 people and believe that having a community is crucial to making a positive lifestyle change. So the founders are constantly finding new and exciting ways to provide this support. One Year No Beer is not an abstinence program. It's not about eliminating alcohol entirely. It's about empowering people to break down their old habits and build new ones, creating a positive mindset that lets the individual take back control and make clear-sighted decisions.